Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. I actually got inspired by a podcast. I feel just energized. And I realized that I've done a lot of good things. I I think my glass is usually half full rather than half empty. He's so multi-talented. He's he's done the roots reggae and the dub in the 70s. He used to run his sound system. And then he was part of the whole Love's Rock movement. And he plays everything. I was signed to a major in the 90s and in the 90s labels like to re- they really like to remix stuff i'm turning everything off now ah sorry you're listening to pop the history makers with me steve blame so daniel papa d uh welcome back to this update interview we did a we did a pretty long interview last year where we went really into your history, your personal history about um, your mother who essentially brought you up, um, your father who you hadn't seen, your mother took you to London, took you to a record store, and this is sort of where everything uh, was triggered. And we talked about fame and also about how Clive Davis <laughs> said yeah. to you, you could have been Shaggy. <laughs> no, you should have been. You, you should know, have Shaggy, been. that yeah. should have been you. <laughs> I love that. That was such a brilliant quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow, um, yeah, it's been a while since then. So first of all, how are you? And uh, what have you been doing since? I am pretty good, even though the Swedish winter is kind of killing me. Uh, three weeks ago, you could hear birds, but now it's snowing again. It's getting colder. But, you know, it's getting, uh, you know, uh, earlier mornings, the sun is up earlier. And so I'm, I'm, I'm quite good. I've been quite... I've been working quite a lot. And I actually got inspired by our podcast because I started digging into, I don't know, just old stuff, old dat tapes, unreleased stuff. 
photographs, you know, when we started talking about the old days, you know, that was that was fun. <laughs> so what did you find? Well, I, I found quite a lot of songs. I mean, not fantastic stuff, but it's still stuff uh, attached to every album that was never released. And a lot of weird remixes. You know, I was signed to a major in the 90s. And in the 90s, labels like to, re they really like to remix stuff. So, oh my God, it's Ministry of, stuff that wasn't released. Ministry of Sounds, Daddy O from Stetsasonic. Really cool stuff, but it was, it was never released. <laughs> it's really uh, quite emotional though, when you go through old stuff sometimes, isn't it? Because it brings back other memories. Did it bring back anything for you that was... Uh quite moving or fun or, you know, just a memory, basically. It was a lot of fun, but a lot of things I I hadn't, you know, thought about for a very long time. Uh, a few people that passed, you know, from, from those days, uh, uh, but, but mostly good memories, mostly just kind of, it just kind of jogged my mind, just picking stuff up and reading stuff. And, you know, I, I, I went to my storage, actually, and, you know, it's like, flight tickets and old calendars and uh it, it, it's good a lot of all of the stuff isn't good but basically i, I got inspired and uh, i got motivated to uh i'm kind of in a good creative phase i i uh, i am in the studio like every week now and we're trying to put out a lot of stuff so it's good so it's also inspired you to do new music apart from actually looking at the past and what was unreleased yeah and getting stuff out you know, the pandemic has been, uh, it's just been uh, like a big, long cramp situation. And now uh, I'm, I'm putting out stuff and I'm going into the studio. I'm getting deadlines and I'm for myself and I'm setting dates and I'm adding stuff to digital portals and putting out some vinyl as well. Brilliant. Now, you've uh, you released a track a few weeks ago, I think, called Hold On. Tell yes. me about how that how that's come about then specifically. It's weird because that's actually a remix. Um, uh, the original song is a bit more rock soul, a bit more live instruments. And this is a kind of 90s sounding remix. Uh, and it sounds, uh, which is really what we talked about, that era. And it really sounds like a 90s house mix to me. I mean, right? It, it's, it's got those sounds. And um, so, uh, well, the song is just a song I wrote. It's actually three or four years old, pre-pandemic. And uh, the remix is good, so we put it out first, you know, just get stuff out. Me and uh, the Swedish uh, reggae, um, basically uh, an MC, reggae DJ and an artist has been around as long as I have been around. And we're going to release one digital tune every fifth week. So, so we just released one a month ago. So there's one coming up in a couple of weeks. So this is the big plan, is it? You've actually got yeah. a timetable. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring oh, my funny. son in the intro. My five-year-old is on the track. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Stop your fighting in Swedish, he says. And then the song goes on about, uh, you know, the whole gun situation in Sweden that we're having at the moment. Yeah, so that's good. <laughs> so tell me about Dread End Street, which is a, you know, a, a reggae version of Dead End Street from the Kinks, an old 60s song, really classic song. Really classic song. I I always loved it. It's like a working class anthem, moody, kind of music hall sounding, very, very British, very, very English. Uh, I love the Kinks. I actually, uh, I was hanging with Ray Davis a few years back when he had a Swedish girlfriend. 
in Gothenburg, my hometown. Lovely guy. Uh, you know, I grew up with listening to the Kinks. I always loved them. Uh, reggae has always been flirting with the Kinks. Lola was a big track in the 70s as a Trojan single. Uh, so uh, I, I, I was down in Jamaica. I did my documentary uh, down there and I always ended every episode doing a cover version with the local musicians. It was also a way for me to get those local musicians to do an interview because uh, old studio musicians in Jamaica, they're not really interested in promoting books, TV, magazines, because they never got paid then and they don't, you know, and uh, um, so, and if they don't, so, so they wanted, I, I think they wanted money, but instead I gave them a studio session. I paid them good money and we recorded Dead End Street. And of course that became Dread End Street. Tell me about then, I mean, you mentioned that it's, you know, the Dead End Street and the, and the Kinks were this sort of working class band who, who sang about real working class issues. So how does that translate when you make it Dread End Street? How's the, how's the connection for you? I think reggae has always been, like in reggae they would call this a sufferer's tune, just like uh, everyday people's struggle has always been a big part of reggae and this song is 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 the sub subject is really what that is uh and, and and just the, the moodiness of the song kind of works well with the with the roots reggae i i find and i had some of the best musicians ever ever from jamaica flabba holt on bass robbie lynn on keyboard you know dwight pickney on guitar and leroy horsemouth wallace on drums that's like they play on half my record collection and uh, so, so they did a fantastic interpretation of the song, you know, it turned it into real roots reggae. And uh, one of the people you work with, of course, um, he wrote my favorite song of all time, which is Silly Games from Channel oh. K. I just love that track. So oh, that is, of course, Dennis Bavel. So tell me about working with him. Well, he started. Coming to Sweden, he there was an engineer who passed away, Internal Dread. They were really good friends. Uh, Tom Hofvander was his name. And he worked as uh, the sound engineer for Linton Kweze Johnson and um, the, the Dennis Bovell dub band. And he was kind of like Dennis Apprentice as well in the studio. So he's, he's a very, he was a very good uh dub engineer and an engineer overall he was fantastic so I, I met dennis a lot of times so you know we were hanging out in sweden and uh, we did some live gigs together uh and of course he's always been one of my favorites i mean he's so oh he's he's so multi-talented you know he, he's he's done the roots reggae and the dub in the 70s he used to run his sound system and then he was part of the whole Lo loves rock movement in the late 70s and he plays everything, sings everything. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's just music. And he is the loveliest and the funniest guy well, I you, know. You mentioned, you mentioned uh, Linton Kwesi Johnson, this fellow Cootie he worked with. Uh, he even worked with Banana Rama. <laughs> you know, he worked with like, because he had so much success, particularly with yeah. Silly Games and the Lovers Rock stuff back then, they all wanted to work with him. And he's so musical, so he can do anything. He's music, it doesn't matter what genre. And he's got a really good sense of any kind of music. You know, he worked with the Slits. He worked with, uh, you know, uh, new wave bands. And have you heard this stuff lately? 
You know, no, um, I haven't, but I know he worked with Thompson twins back in the 80s as well. I mean, he worked oh, yeah, with yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people. So what does he bring specifically that works for you? What does he allow you to be? Do you see what I mean in the studio? Well, I mean, first of all, he's got a sound. Not a lot of people can say that. Uh, so basically, we had a rhythm track from Jamaica, and then we did some overdubs. I did vocals, and we did some percussion, and he sang some backing vocals. He's an amazing vocalist, and he's really good at arranging vocals. And, and then we, we mixed it, and it sounds fantastic. And it sounds like Dennis Bovell. But then he did the B-side. It's a dub mix, and it's just, ah. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's uh, what he does. He's the, you know, his anthology is called The Dope Masters. There he is. There he is. Could have been his, or, his it's Clive, uh, or it's Clive Davis coming back again. <laughs> could have been. I have to turn it off. Sorry, I, I was going to just, I was going to turn it off, and now I'm calling emergency. <laughs> it's the emergency, okay. emergency lovers rock unit. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm turning everything off now. Ah. Creating a customized wardrobe that fits your style just got easier with Indochino's new women's wear line. Find the perfect fit that's made just for you from Indochino. For 10% off your order, use promo code WOMEN when you visit Indochino.com. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. You're listening to Pop, The History Makers, with me, Steve Blame. Yeah, so he brings his sound and his musical sensibility. That's what he does. He's, he's amazing. And also, it's just a lot of fun. I, I, I realized um, working with people, you have to have fun as well. If you're in a band, if there's tension, it's not fun. You, know, you have to surround yourself with people that just, that w- work has to be fun, right? Yeah, and this is going to come out on an on an uh, EP, isn't it? Just... Well, so basically, when uh, that was just a one-off idea, but then I realized there's so many great songs that the Kings did, uh, uh, and uh, they could easily be turned into reggae. So I'm thinking like a four-track uh, EP, and of course it's going to be called Kinky Reggae, <laughs> not not really original but fun. Uh, so Kinky Reggae, four-track EP with the Kings coming up, but probably going to be next year. I've started to arrange you know, uh, uh, some of the songs, and it's, it's soon come, like to say in Jamaica, 
one thing about the Kinks Dead End Street was this um, video, which at that point really couldn't be termed a video. It was a sort of short, it was a film in a, in a sense, and uh, filmed in London. Um, and it was really quite, um, well, actually, the BBC wanted to ban it because it was quite, for them, quite extreme for that time, like showing people in coffins and, uh-huh. and stuff like that. And, and quite, quite, yeah, quite morbid and depressing for, for, for that time. But of course, as a video, it was really one of the benchmarks of, of, really? of videos. Yeah, really yeah. Really ahead of really, its time. Uh, fascinating uh, piece of work because no band had done something with such sort of social realism in it. So I just wondered, yes, yeah, the, the the darkness and the heaviness. I mean, the Beatles did their things, and they, but that was more fun. Even yeah, no, this was really stage. you know they're dressed up as uh, uh, um, what are they called? Ah, undertakers. That's the word I was trying. Yeah, to say. yeah, they're dressed up as undertakers yeah. and traveling down and collecting coffins, and and this has this really hardcore social realism. So I just wondered if you ever make a video to this, or if you ever do something to this, what, how, how would you represent the song? Oh, videos nowadays is a bit. We're not in the nineties where you kind of <laughs> you have a story and you have a, you have helicopters and uh, uh, I I don't know it, it's. It depending on budget. <laughs> no, it just, uh, uh, the reason I say that, I mean, it was a bit of fun, but the idea behind it is that, you know, you mentioned uh, gun crime in Sweden, and I just wondered whether there was sort of social realism aspect in Sweden that, that you could highlight in a video about Dread End Street. That's a good idea, actually. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, because, you know, the way everything changed, there's a lot of Dread End Streets now in Sweden. It's crazy. One thing that I noticed about you is that you seem to have, from last time, and I don't know whether it was sort of uh, this on the day and so on and so forth, but you, you've got much more power and much more go and you feel much more vibrant and as if you've moved into an, an, another new era. Do you know what I mean? That how we do. And it really <laughs> feels like that. I'm glad you noticed. I'm glad you're noticing because that's really what it is. I, I feel just energised. And I realized that I've done a lot of good things and I need to keep on working. Yeah, sometimes you just get, you get into this, especially during the pandemic, you get into this kind of, uh, you know, so, uh, but, you know, uh, uh, you, you realize your worth sometimes and you realize uh, you got to rediscover your whatever talent or rediscover whatever you have. Uh, and I, I feel good at the moment. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun again. And as I said, it's all about having fun and working. And uh, that's what I feel at the moment. So that's good. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> uh, you mentioned in, in an email to me that uh, people had heard the interview and they really liked it. What did they highlight? Were there things about your life that are in that interview that they didn't know and that they, or, or how did they represent that to you? Was it just that they liked the interview or they actually sort of found out some new information about you? I, I just think they they uh, they appreciated the fact that it was deep, you know. It was it wasn't just oh we've got a new album. I remember that song. Uh, it was you know it was it was the things about my mother and how I discovered music in a way through my mother and also uh, the the weird um, 
public scandal that I was involved in uh, or got dragged into and <laughs> dragged through rather. Uh, and and uh, yeah, it, it was just, I think people thought it was deep and, uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah. I think what really appealed to me was your humanity came through in that, you know, by talking to you, I really sort of got this picture of a real human figure and the things that you had gone to gone through, some of them quite difficult. And also, you know, although laughing at the Clive Davis thing, of course, you know, if you go into the uh, into a career and you want to be successful, to actually have, in a sense, missed out yeah. on that success is a big and can be a really painful thing. But you've always dealt with those sort of things with humour and also managed to carry on and do what you wanted to do in life. Yeah, I, I, I never felt that I was, oh, I should have been up there. I will, I had the, I, I think my glass is usually half full rather than half empty. So I'm, I'm, I, I'd be, oh, I reached so far. Oh, look at the things I've done. And then, you know, it could have been the next level, but. It didn't happen, I'm, so I'm, I'm happy, uh, and I kind of see it. I, I thought it was funny. That's why I always retell the story because I, I thought it was. You should have been shaggy, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you funny. still can. <laughs> I still can. Do you want to hear about the interviews first? If you do, subscribe and whatever, whether you do or don't. Let's continue with Papa G. <laughs> but I was thinking the video for Dread and Street. I also have footage from Jamaica from when I did the TV thing. So I have these fantastic original musicians playing uh, the song down in uh, Lego studio down in Kingston. So I'll probably use some of that. And But that, that's a good idea, bringing in the social elements as well. It's good. I like that. Thank you. At the end of this, I mean, this is just a short interview and this is just the interview, which is about what you're doing today. So it's not deep or anything. And anyone who wants to watch that should... Uh look at the YouTube channel and they'll be connected to it at the end of this interview. So how do you see your future now um, in terms of what you want to achieve? Is it just about really just about releasing new music and seeing how it goes? Or is there a very specific goal that you want to achieve? I I never look way ahead. Like I would, it's just release this song. I've got this album in the pipeline. I'm actually going to start doing podcasts because I used to do radio in Sweden, like for eight years. I used to do a two hour show kind of. So I've got equipment and everything still in the boxes. And so I'm going to start doing that. Uh, but I, I think my, my goals are kind of like, I'm going to do this first and that, and I got songs and I got projects and, and, um, uh, but I, I got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. That's it. That, that's the, that's the main thing. I got a lot of stuff planned. The last thing is that you say that the glass is half full. Of course, a pessimist would see it as half empty. I see it as full because half of it might be fluid and the other half is air, so it's full. Because I'm an eternal optimist. Yes, they have to be. <laughs> so, Daniel, thanks very much. I wish you luck, it's particularly with Dread End Street, because it's such a great um, track and yes. you've done such a brilliant version of it. Thank and uh, as I said, you know, I loved, I'm going to go now and I'm going to go down that rabbit hole and um, uh, look at Dennis Bavel and what, what he's doing today. But I loved all the stuff that he did back then. So I'm sure. Oh, he's um, really, he's working with big people, big names, great remixes. Check it out. 
Yeah, I will do. Daniel, brilliant. And uh, I'll speak to you again. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. See you soon. Take care. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.